Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Here I am your host, Scott Needham. I'm an Amazon seller, a Amazon tool builder. I have an agency and so I have so many interests on Amazon and like uh, so many of these podcasts I, I put together just to like for myself to learn because I have to. I, I think you have to, to keep up to speed, to uh, know all of your options, to succeed on, uh, on Amazon and become an e-commerce professional. And so I want to give you actionable advice and um, I, I kind of started a hoarded's nest a few weeks ago. Uh, I'll, uh, I've got a guest, Brendan Fields from Rebate. Brendan, welcome. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me on. So let me get a little bit of background why I have Brendan. He's He's got some subject matter expertise that, that um, we're going to jump into. But um, so I was meeting with a, a potential client for our agency and they were they were uh, just very interested in reviews and how to grow reviews and get really good uh, reviews and ratings for their products. And um, it, it was clear that this was their uh, you know the decision point. And so I had to be frank with them. It's like like here's all our options. You know, early review program was just announced that like uh, it's going away. And I always knew that there was these alternate things. I did bring someone in uh, to talk a, about, you know, a chat bot. And um, there's some companies that do that. And, uh, but then also a completely different way, which I mean, uh, people I've talked to have had a ton of success and that's through rebates, specifically um, off Amazon uh, rebates. And um, so I went and asked uh, the community on LinkedIn, hey, are these are these uh, term of service compliant? And boy, did the answers flood in. I probably had about 50 comments and over 100 votes. And I, I do think that my LinkedIn network is, you know, made up a lot of Amazon professionals and it was split down the middle. Uh, there's a lot of nuance of the conversation and um, Brendan here, he, he offered to, to talk about it. And so that's what we're here to do. So Brendan has um, a rebate platform. So he has, you know, he's told me he's had this conversation many times. And so here's one more where we can understand, you know, why rebates are a great way to juice sales on Amazon and what you should understand if you're doing it. So Brendan, did I do anything? Did I say anything wrong? <laughs> no, no, you got it. Hit the nail on the head. Exactly. Uh, exactly right. Yeah. So, you so know, you're, uh, you've been an Amazon seller for, you know, uh, seven, eight years and, you know, you've done this rebate platform. Like, so you've seen a lot of different things. Um, so uh, where, where should we start first? Um Mm-hmm. How did you how do you feel about this conversation? You you see a lot of people talking, um, and you know people come really hard on either side. You know mm-hmm. they, they say this is absolutely compliant. Look, Amazon has a page where they talk about rebates right here, and then you right. have others that say like, "Hey, I work with sellers that get suspended because of using tools like these." Yeah, it's uh, so like most things, I think the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? So like anybody who has a strong position on either side is probably full of BS, right? So like, I would not say that Amazon has said rebates are totally allowed and that it's, it's totally permitted. 
And on the flip side, when you hear people say this is explicitly against terms of service and, you know, you run a rebate campaign, you know, sayonara to your business, you're done, you're banned for life. That's also not true, right? So like the truth is that it's not really addressed by Amazon's terms of service. Um, The people that say it's not allowed, what they're referring to is a very generic bit of um, text in Amazon's terms of service that say any attempt to manipulate or improve your BSR is against terms of service or something to that effect. Um, that could embody any number of things. And it's it's deliberately vague, right? So like Amazon doesn't know what the next trick is that third-party merchants are going to come up with to game their system to get their product to the top of the search results, whether or not it deserves to be there. Um, everybody's seeing crappy products get to the top because of things like the add to cart button being run out of like Pakistan or India. They're just clicking that button (laughs) like crazy. And like, there's weird things. Like they have a, in in some ways they have a primitive algorithm. Like there's just loopholes and and people find them. It's inevitable that third-party merchants are going to find the opportunities to game their system. Right. Cause there's just too, there's too many, right. There's too many options for them to do it. Um, But, um, but yeah, so, so it's not addressed, right? Like I can tell you from running a rebate platform and, and I think this would also be consistent with rebate key, which is the one that most people know. Um, there, it is extremely rare for a seller to get suspended for just running a rebate promotion um, out of the thousands of sellers who have run campaigns on our site. I don't know of any, we, we not once have we had anybody tell us they were suspended attributed to a campaign they ran on our site. There were two times where we were told by sellers that they got a generic warning message about um, manipulation of, I don't know if it was traffic or sales or something like that. And they they stopped running campaigns and that was the end of it, never got suspended. Um, I don't know what else they were doing. So I don't know if there was something else going on, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you can be sure, like you would hear nonstop in the community about this if sellers on our platform and, and especially on rebate key were getting suspended in mass. I mean, you would hear about it nonstop and, and you just don't. So, right. Actually, sometimes with suspensions, it's hard to chose causality. Like what actually caused the suspension? I've, we, we were suspended once um, regarding it was reviews, I think. And um, we didn't really know. We had no idea what we did. And so what we decided to do is just like, we just nuked every, everything that we were doing. We were sending out emails, mm-hmm. just asking for a follow-up review. And so we just stopped that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. but like, I, I couldn't tell you to this day, like what specifically happened. I mean, like what triggered Amazon, you know, it'd be, it'd be a lot right. better. And so that um, does leave a gray area where like someone uses, um, a rebate tool, they get suspended and um, they actually don't know, you know, um, right. it could be some many other things that a seller can do to, to get suspended. So that is yeah. interesting that, you know, you talk about, you know, that I think if there is one uh, spot where it is semi-addressed, it's this like um, search engine manipulation where, you know, you're coming in and, you know, I, whether you're using search find by or um, uh, you're bringing outside traffic that isn't actually paying full price, but according to the 
you know, Amazon's perspective, they are paying full price. So right. um, the, there's, it, we could call it juicing it, but there's other ways that people do it all the time. People bring outside traffic in a lot of different right. ways. And um, yeah. is that manipulation? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say. I've talked to Amazon employees several times on this. And, you know, one thing that they have a hard time is, is, is they can't, you know, there's really no smoking gun a lot of times, even if it, if they, if they see a product outside of Amazon and it's getting rebated, they, they can't connect that to the seller um, with, with a hundred percent right. assurity. Yeah. Because like I could, I can, I can take down a competitor. I can like, like, well, like, Hey, I'm going to run yeah. a rebate campaign for a competitor, send some screenshots yeah. to Amazon and get them suspended. Yeah. There was a thing. I don't know if it was Ed Rosenberger. One of the prominent lawyers posted a thing that this new tactic that was being run was buy reviews for your competitor. Like I'm going to go on the shadiest site where I can just literally pay a hundred dollars for 20 reviews and I'm going to direct it at your listing because you're one above me. And like, it is a thing, right? So if you make it blacklisted where you get suspended for that, that all of a sudden becomes a black hat strategy to sabotage your competition. So yeah. uh, it's a funny oh idea. God. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that opened up a whole can of worms of, of what, you know, can we can be done and actually what kind of ties Amazon's arms a little bit is mm-hmm. um, you know, they make mistakes all the time and it's, it's, it's almost impossible for them to, to not make a mistake with the thousands of different ways. So um, if, if now, if I were to bring on, um, you know, I, I've had, you know, some consultants who have told me, you know, point blank that they're like, you know, I've worked with sellers that have been suspended and they would say over, uh, you know, rebates. So um, yeah. what do you have to say about that? Yeah. So there was a long running thread in a number of the Facebook groups where sellers were reporting getting suspended for, this sounds crazy, but discount codes. Like, so you and I remember in the early days, that was the way you'd launch, right? So you'd create a 99% off discount code. You distribute it on Vipon or, or one of the other larger platforms. And you get a ton of orders for the net would be like 10 cents or a dollar or whatever it was. Um, and that was Amazon had a very simple algorithm at that point where you would get um, where you could get ranked by generating orders for three cents or 10 cents or whatever the net was after a discount. Obviously, that changed. They started identifying that as not really a a real order, it's a giveaway and that is less effective to their algorithm. Uh-huh. Um, but there, so there was this thread running where sellers were using these discount codes to liquidate, like they would do a 70% off discount code ahead of a long-term storage fee, um, just to get rid of their inventory, like uh, before they got charged, you know, um, yeah. a large storage fee. And they were getting suspended for generating a lot of orders using discount codes, or at least that was what was speculated was that, it wasn't the type of promotion. It was the velocity, right? That it was, you were generating too many orders in a short period of time. Um, and that triggered a suspension. And the lunacy with that is you are using a on Amazon discount code, distributing it off Amazon, but that shouldn't really matter. And if you did that too fast to too many people, um, at least in this, when this post came up like a year ago, 
there were multiple sellers that were saying, yes, this happened to me as well. Um, so I've heard that theory that it's not about the type of promotion, it's about the velocity. Um, and then there's a whole nother type of suspension or review, the velocity review, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, that's actually usually yeah. not a suspension. It's like kind of a whole your account, but there's like all these triggers and, and to add another layer of complexity to it, it seems like there's some arbitrary enforcement. And that is where the fear element comes in because nobody can quite map out if I do this, I will be suspended or I won't be. Are you telling and, and me that Amazon is arbitrary in the way that they enforce their policies? I have never heard that. I've never felt that or seen that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I actually, so, in some ways, it, it is, uh, this is a, a sidebar, but like, I do think it's absurd that like the plans, a, a plan of action is essentially, you're just structuring words in a way that they like think it, mm-hmm. it hits what they want to see. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to follow that plan of action. Like that's a de- separate issue altogether. They, right, right the whole process is uh, dripping with like unfairness, but you know, that's another story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, uh, um, so, w- so we acquired a private label company in October and I, I talked to him about, um, you know, rebate services and he had used them sparingly. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll, we'll just do a small one just to like, just to give it a little, uh, you know, to help it re-rank, say we stocked out and, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, just use it sparingly. And uh, I do think that it would represent much less, you know, a manipulation. If you were, it, there's a big difference between, you know, doing a hundred rebates a day versus like 20 rebates in a week. And mm-hmm. it, in terms of like uh, how Amazon would interpret that. Um, right. Right. I watch this. This is so random. I watch this documentary on Google and they have this AI where they can beat anybody in a game of chess, including like the best person in the world. And that sounds so random. But like while I was watching it, I was thinking if Amazon doesn't have this, they're going to get it right. So like um, and, and I think there's maybe some evidence that they have at least a primitive form of it where they can identify um, shopping patterns that are unnatural and I don't think in most cases they're using that as a basis for suspension, but more likely they're using that just to negate the value of that order, right? So, um, you know, if yeah. they see 20 yeah. orders come in with the same search keyword within one minute, probably wasn't a fluke. It was probably a search fund buy campaign that was run 100% yeah. off rebate through ManyChat or any platform, right? Like, um, yeah, so, you're, so I you're, think it's more... Yeah, that combine combine that idea with like a shopper score. There's ultimately a lot that we don't know. Um, yeah, like it's it's hard to prove it, this or that, but that you know Amazon, they're uh, uh, you know they're running a lot of <laughs> processes to detect or to understand um, you know traffic. So you've had your site rebate for uh, two plus years now. And um, so tell us a little bit more about like, you know, how someone would use rebate uh, effectively. Yeah. So rebate is a rebate platform. So like we've discussed, the shopper is going to buy your product at full price. They're going to get some rebate amount, which you create, um, which you set when you create a campaign. Um, And yeah, I mean, as far as effective ways of using it, 
we do have search find by that is, um, you know, the risk uh, discussion aside, that is the best way to rank um, on Amazon at the moment. Um, so when you create a campaign, you're going to put the rebate value number of units per day that you're going to offer um, either a direct link. So a lot of sellers will use um, Pixelfy or URL Genius or some sort of deep link like that. Um, or they'll create a search find by campaign with keywords where the shopper is um, going to search that keyword, find your product and purchase it. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's the core of it. Um, like I was telling you, Scott, before the call, we have a cool messaging feature where you can send a follow-up message to shoppers who redeem your offer. And that message is SMS text-based. So the open rates are like 99%. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I mean, SMS, like uh, texting, like if you want to get a hold of someone, they're going to read their text messages. Just think about yourself with your, your yeah. own email and your own texting patterns. Like, Although I will say it's a very small window. So like a year or two ago, I would never get any spam texts. Like every text I got was from a friend or whoever, you know, a real person. Now it's like 50%. Um, and, and I think my number has been sold. Like I think I might be worse than other people, but I get texts all day about cash advance loans and all sorts of crap. Like I think very soon within the next year or two, all the carriers are going to have a filter. And just like in your email, there's spam folder. There's going to be a spam folder for text. So um, yeah, text message marketing is highly effective now, but it is a short window. It, it will change soon. Interesting. Yeah. Now there's, I'm in, I email has gotten very sophisticated in dealing with spam in a lot of different ways. You know, uh, domains that are sending spamming emails like Gmail can punish them and just like don't let them inbox anymore. So uh, I assume that right. that would follow follow through for for texting. So that's very interesting. So um, yeah. search find by you, you mentioned that's like one a really effective way to rank. You know, if someone searches a term like you know, do you recommend uh, or do you find it more effective for people to use a search term that is like? a high volume search term or a, um, you know, a long tail or a medium tail? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it depends right on the structure of your listing. So, um, so we see sellers that deliberately don't target the most competitive keyword because they make a financial assessment that targeting cell phone case is not going to be something that's attainable and that they're going to waste a lot of money, um, you know, trying to target that keyword. So, um, so if you're smart about it, you pick a keyword that's attainable. And if you're in a competitive category, um, yeah, you might pick a, a medium or long tail keyword. Um, if you're doing that, this sounds obvious, but we see sellers and it, it really um, kills me to see it, that target keywords in their um, rebate campaign that are not in their listing title, they may not even be in their, in their you know, bullet points. So there has to be consistency, right? So if you're targeting a keyword, make sure that that keyword is at the beginning of your title. It's at the beginning of your bullet points. It's in the back end keywords um, that you have that keyword everywhere. And even a step before that is um, this gets a bit technical, but before, before you launch a, a rebate campaign, always, always, always launch a pay-per-click campaign on auto target, download the search term report and see what shoppers are actually converting uh, yeah. on. So yeah. like, all the time, and I'm guilty of this too. I've launched a product and I say, this product is a, I'm looking in here, a, can, a candle holder. And that converts horribly. I just assume that that's what shoppers would identify my product as. And there might be some other term that, you know, is much a much better fit for my product that converts much better. 
that I totally glazed over because I made that leap of faith assumption that the keyword that I had in mind is what everybody else thought was the best match for my product. So you want to do the keyword research first um, and then be consistent. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more. Oh, okay. Uh, So there's the search find by, um, it, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned one other one where like, say, say like, you know, they, the shoppers want to buy something from your platform rebate. Um, is, is there another one outside of search find buy? Is there another technique? Um, so there's a direct link in the direct link field that encompasses Pixelfy and, um, URL genius, AMZ one. There's a number of them that they're an intermediary. So this, the, um, shopper is not going from rebate to Amazon. They're going from rebate to Pixelfy to Amazon. Um, and there's some interesting and very technical stuff that they can do um, through these deep linking softwares. Um, so that would be the second the second option, yeah. Interesting. Okay, tell me about, so say I, I wanna use Rebate and um, I wanna put together you know, a campaign. What are the parameters that I'm thinking about? Am I thinking about like, hey, I wanna do five a day, um, 10 a day, do I want to do 75% off versus hundred percent off? Yep. Um, so the, the number of units per day, um, there's a bunch of tools out there. Helium 10 comes to mind. There's a bunch of tools that will give you some, I think jungle scout has one, um, that give you an estimation of the number of sales at the top, um, listings in your respective category and keyword search are getting. Um, so as a rough, and I emphasize rough estimation, you want to be matching those top performing um, listings in your category to have a chance of outranking them. There's a lot more to it than that, but that's one part of it. Um, and so you want to be ultimately trying to generate that number of orders that shouldn't all come from rebates. And as a matter of fact, when you start out um, your campaign, if you're on page five, don't try to generate a hundred orders per day. That is one of those things that just by common sense is going to be highly synthetic to Amazon. That's not most, um, if not all categories, there's no page five listing generating that number of orders. So be consistent with where your product listing is. If you're on page five, you might want to start out with generating two or three orders per day um, and then scale it from there. As you move up in the search results, you can create additional campaigns with more units offered per day. Um, In regards to the rebate value, um, if you're generating a few orders per day, you're probably fine with a 50% rebate. Depends a little bit on the product. Um, but, uh, you know, once you get up to trying to generate 100 orders per day, if you ever get to that point, um, you're probably going to need, you know, 100% rebate, if not close to that. Um, and so that, yeah, in a nutshell is, is how you do it. All right. So um, I'm launching some puzzles. You know, they're on the boat right now. I, and, uh, they actually look really good. I'm, I'm excited about them, but you know, uh, it's, they're hard. If I were to, you know, have a new product, uh, you sounds like you recommend, um, you know, making sure you're doing a little bit of advertising to understand what people may be converting on. Um, then, you know, you obviously want, we've optimized the listings, and then, you know, we could do a rebate. Um, we, we could jump on your platform and offer it uh, maybe 75% off. Would we get a lot of traction with that? Um, you would. It depends on the product, but like a puzzle, anything that's like a household good that, um, you know, has mass appeal. Yeah, at 
at a 75% rebate, you could certainly generate um, a dozen or so orders per day, maybe more. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as far as the rebate value, um, like on the low end, if it's something that everybody uses, like paper towels, you could probably offer a 25% rebate um, and get quite a few orders per day. If you're selling a supplement that nobody's heard of to treat a disease nobody ever, ever, uh, you know, heard of, then, then you probably need 100% rebate. So it varies, but uh, as a rule of thumb, yeah, 75%, you get a dozen or so orders a day. Okay. So, well, but where is this platform heading? Where is, where is, uh, you know, um, rebates, seller performance? What do you think mm-hmm. like, or like the future of like launches on Amazon? Uh, cause, uh, I feel every single time, every five years in the future, we look back and we're like, oh my goodness, 2020, 2021, those were the wild West days. Anything was happening, you know, it's going faster. Those cycles, the five years turns into four year cycles, three year cycles. So yeah, it's going faster. Um, you know, yeah, I think there will come a day where rebates, um, you know, I don't think they're going to end with a proclamation by Amazon that they're not allowed. I think eventually they'll become less effective to the extent that there'll be a new strategy that works better for launching your product. Um, we're certainly not there yet. And it's it's a funny thing for me to acknowledge that owning a rebate platform, but just, you know, um, as a theme, more holistic and organic style product launches are going to be the way of the future. Um, so like something we're working on um, is like, building a network of shopping blogs and influencers where we can um, take a product listing from a seller. And then for some fee, we can go and distribute that content amongst our partner network of influencers and of, of bloggers that would be interested in that product. And that may be without a discount or with a 25% discount or something that, you know, is normal, not a 90 or hundred percent, you know, rebate. Um, and generate, you know, um, order velocity through that. And I think one other interesting point that I had a discussion with somebody, we're talking about reviews, which is how we started the podcast. And we're saying, well, how do you get shoppers to leave reviews without incentivizing them? And incentivizing them has always been money, right? Like money or a free product. And a lot of times both. So a lot of times you'll see a hundred percent rebate plus $5 after review or that sort of stuff. We don't do that, but that's what's done on on Facebook a lot and stuff. Yeah. But what about if you could get reviews just um, by being encouraged to by an influencer, right? So like say on the extreme, extreme of this, Kylie Jenner said, hey, I love this lip gloss product. Go buy it. It's on Amazon, you know, limited quantity and, and leave them a review. You, you know, this is a great company. I love, I love it. Um, no incentive other than just the incentive of being told to do it by somebody who you respect, who's an influencer. Is that an incentivized review? I mean, sort, I mean, yes, but not really. Like I, you get into this space where you can start building momentum and and get reviews without the traditional incentive. So um, I think, I think that day, um, you know, is coming. Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely on to something there. We do a little bit ourselves. Uh, We, I I have, um, let's call him, I don't know, a consultant or <laughs> uh, a contractor who is helping us launch a few products and his strategy, uh, which I should bring him on the podcast to talk more in, in depth about it, but it's a little bit like what you were saying is, you know, is meeting a product with, you know, people that produce content, blog, 
uh, Instagram, all of that. And he actually has a, he targets what he calls micro influencers, people that are like, Mm -hmm. that are not used to being approached by brands to like uh, show off a product and they'll show it off. They'll do a full campaign for you for just for the free product. Cause they want to say, guys, I was given this for free. And um, you only, uh, in his experience, you you only generate a a handful of sales through this, Mm -hmm. which still is successful. It doesn't take, um, you know, a hundred sales a day for most products to get some more interesting placement, you know, to get to that mm-hmm. first page. Getting the first page sometimes yeah. is enough for you know the, the product to be judged on its own merits. So I think you're onto something, and I and I do think there is space for a platform there to connect, you know, sellers yeah. with content creators. Maybe that exists, but I, I don't think it's either widespread or even understood very well by a lot of different people. That's very interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny. I'm sure you think about a lot because, you know, you're running, uh, you know, rebate. So you think about launches probably more than most people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is very interesting. Um, I, um, I haven't used it. I've always been tempted. I've heard they're very effective. I am um, always scared of um, Amazon and seller performance in terms of service. I I just, uh, I've been on the wrong side. Even when we're not trying to, even when we're trying to be like as as clean as we can. Um, So I I do think you need to exercise caution and um, understand what you're doing. And and maybe that's just going in and doing, you know, limited um, rebates, but you know, this is a little bit use at your own risk. Probably one of those things where I can't just like say like, yes, you should do this a hundred percent, but understand it. And like, it is an effective way. I mean, Amazon does do rebates on their own. Um, So interesting conversation and interesting subjects. Um, Brendan, thank you so much for your time. And so your site is rebate. Uh, dot com. Is there anything else that you want to add? Um, yeah. I mean, just, I guess the um, only thing I would add is we are, in addition to this content um, approach that is probably six months or so out, um, we're adding a liquidation feature. So um, sellers can add discount codes to their product. They can do a tier discount. So, you know, buy two units, get 50% off, buy 10 units, get uh, 60% off. And, and um, the value of that is if you have inventory at a, at a um, fulfillment center and either you're coming up on a long-term storage fee or you're um, over your inventory limit, um, you really don't have good options, right? So you have a removal order. That sucks if you're um, running your business from your house. It's going to go in your garage or basement. Okay. And number two is disposal, which is like a punch in the gut, just throwing out inventory So and being charged to do so. Yep. Um, so... We think it, it'll, you know, um, provide a good value to sellers that find themselves in that position. So um, that should be, yeah, live in the platform in the next couple of weeks. And so, well, thank you for for jumping on and talking about this. And uh, and uh, you know, it's a complex issue. Um, and uh, but I, I I still think I need to learn more. <laughs> I need to learn more. And yeah, because. Uh, uh, it's it's just a, a huge it's it's a huge thing when when clients are bringing this to us. Well, um, that's it for the show today, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening in, and um, hope to uh, catch you next one. So make sure you subscribe and uh, take care. Bye.